Okay, so I had another vision last night. I want to talk about the vision. I also want to talk about a couple other things. So, the vision I had last night, I was at this school. And it was like a university. And I just remember, like, when I was in the university, um, I just got a... I remember being at home, and it was, like, bright. All of a sudden, it was super bright. And then I got, like, this piece of paper, and the paper said, um, it's an invitation. You have an invitation to be... You, you've been invited to come and stay at the university in the dorm rooms. You've been invited to be... To come and stay in the dorm rooms at the university or... You've been invited to come to the school and go to the school and stay at the dorm rooms. And I was just like, I don't, am I being like, I was, I just remember thinking like, like, how am I pay for this, etc. And then like, it was all paid for, I guess, a full scholarship, etc. And it was like, I think it was Cuyahoga Community College, but I'm actually all the way in Texas right now. But, um... So it's Tri-C, and Tri-C doesn't even have dorm rooms. But um, this is why I, I say you have to be careful, like, which visions are actually from God and which visions are actually from the devil. But it's like, even in this vision, it's like this person only has limited information. But I want to know how or why this vision was given to me and where or on what level is this person getting information because to me, it's tricky it's like if you can get certain these certain bouts of if you're getting these certain this certain information like you're getting inside information and some of it is very very true which would lead you to know all of the rest of it so how do you only have part of the story and the part of the story that you do have is like it's a little bit of truth to it but it's like it seems as if you're mostly confused and it's mixed with a bunch of lies so it's kind of you know it's heartbreaking because it, it feels like wherever this information whoever whoever like people are giving me visions at this point like i don't feel like it's all i don't feel like it's all god like i feel like god is in full control overall but i feel like this is he's only allowing certain things to happen because of the fact that people expose themselves and also to like help me understand better what's going on around me because that's what i really want is to know what's going on around me and so it's kind of odd to me that i'm the only person who seems to be left in the dark like well honestly this with this vision is kind of revealing to me that i'm not the only person left in the dark like whoever is controlling whatever information that's being you know put out to certain people is actually keeping certain people in the dark so this person is playing like a middleman in this situation but like um the problem with that is the middleman the the way that they're playing the middleman in the situation they're playing a the middleman on the side i don't care for like i don't really care to be over on that side so i, I let them play middleman in that situation because like you're middlemaning a side i'll probably never want to be on and probably not going to be on ever so i'm not going to say like i just know what's going to happen but i just i'd rather be over here with god you can't middleman that so the person is like obviously upset about you know them not being able to middleman my relationship with god and they're obviously upset about the fact that, like, 
I am who I am, like, to God. Like, they're they're annoyed by my anointing. And I actually got that from somebody else. But I don't really want to use any people, other people's information anymore. Like, I feel like a lot of different times, like, I'm, I'm questioning my information that I know that I get directly from God. Because other people's information sounds logical. Or it sounds like it could make sense. Or I'm like, maybe it's something God wants me to see out of that. And in reality, God is telling me, like, you know, take from it what you will. I think that you need to use your spirit of wisdom and discernment to decide whether somebody's information is for you because in reality a lot of people's information is like really distorted and twisted around and i'm not saying that minds can't be because honestly i found that a lot of different things that i thought before i'm getting clarity on as the time goes by so i'm not judging them i'm just saying that i can't take their information as my own i have to decide for myself and also um, use my spirit of wisdom and discernment and, and really pray to god and ask like and stay focused because um, as soon as I'm worried about what's going on outside of excuse me, the mission assignment God has placed me on, I'm too far in. I'm too in. I'm too deep in this relationship with God to go back to what I was doing before, because I'm seeing that when I even entertain it even a little bit, I'm seeing that it's like it's a it's it's really trying. The devil's trying to make it seem like it's a lot, so I feel like. Oh, like it's already too far in. It's already out of my hands. I can't control it. I might as well just go head first. And it's like in reality, no. In reality, it's like it's only a little bit, but it's but it's that but God allows the devil to make it seem like it's a lie because the devil's a liar. He takes a little bit of truth and adds a bunch of lies. But God allows the devil to make it seem like it's a lie because he wants me to see that. I don't even need to entertain it a little bit. Even a little bit is too much. Even though it's not a lot. Like if I were if I were to go head first into it thinking that it was a lot, I would find that it really wasn't much. Like I would have to have believed that for it to even be anything. But in reality, um God is allowing that. He's allowing him to play those kind of tricks for to show me that I can't go back not even a little bit. Don't turn back like Lot's wife. Do not look back. When he said do not look back, he meant it because you look back and you're gone. Don't look back to the city of Sodom and Gomorrah. Don't look back to your past sins. Don't look back to your past life. Keep looking ahead to where I'm taking you. Stay focused ahead where I'm taking you and don't look back. You can't look back. So I never, I didn't really see it as looking back. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do, I do see that a lot of this stuff is like, I can sense it. I sense, I'm like, okay, that's kind of like reflective of how the stuff I just came out of, God just brought me out of. I'm not trying to go back to that. I don't want to be that person. I'm not trying to entertain or place myself back in that position to be that person. Also, it seems like that person is expecting me to be that person. And I can't be around anybody who expects me to be who I was. I can only be around somebody who can see me as being who I'm going to be. Or doesn't expect anything but for me to constantly elevate. That's it. And even even so, I still have to be careful. Because it's like a lot of people are not going to see what I'm doing. Like, And it's, it's amazing how it's all going on. Like all of it is happening in front of everybody. But they're still not able to see it. And I'm just like, that's not good. That's really not good. So I still have to be careful about who I'm talking to and everything. But what I'm saying was I wasn't seeing it like that. Because I was saying to myself, God is okay with me having friends. God is okay with me speaking to people. Especially, you know, if I feel like this person. You know, if I feel like I want to talk to this person. And God's okay with me talking to this person. Just like, make sure this person knows that you're you know 
you're where you are with God. You're on this journey with God, and that's com- that comes first above any and all all things. Nothing is going to come ahead of that. And make sure that this person knows, like, it's clear about where you stand and your boundaries as far as your walk with Him. And I'm I'm just I'm trying to I'm not I'm trying to I'm kind of making that not kind of I'm making that clear but it's like at the same time understanding that this person may not fully understand everything that I'm going through right now but also being considerate of the fact that everybody should know what's going on right now everybody should know and I'm sure everybody does so you know I have to I have to use my spirit of wisdom and discernment to decide whether this person is working with everyone else who is actually working against me working for god or is this person actually just being lied to or being used or being you know it's just a puppet in a situation because i don't want to make this person my puppet because i don't like and i'm not saying i'm i'm trying to make anybody a puppet but i just don't want to you know make anybody feel like if you're not agreeing with everything that i say and do then you can't be on my side never never that because it's like you have to decide for yourself what you believe in i want you to go on the side you believe in the most and if that's what you believe in then that's that but i also want to be clear that i only want to be around people who understand what's going on and who are all for it because you can't be on my side but still trying to drag me down like when jesus said to to peter when Peter said to Jesus, no, Jesus, you can't go and die on the cross for the, for, for the forgiveness of our sins. He was like, you can't. Why would we, why would, as your friend, why would I allow you to be flogged and crucified on the cross and you're innocent? And Jesus is like, get away from, get behind me, Satan, because you think like a man. You don't think like a God. And that is just what it is. And it's not me feeling like I'm better than anybody, but that's literally what it is. It's like, it's not you. It's Satan using you. And I have to be careful of that because even like even though it seems unfair to me, if me if Satan is going to use you to get to me, then I cannot deal with you. And that sounds like, well, it sounds like you think that you know something, something, this, that, and that. It's like it's, he's going to do that. And I've seen, I see him work. I've seen him work. I know how he works. He uses any and everything. And you have to isolate yourself. You just have to. A lot of people think to themselves. No, you don't have to isolate yourself. You can go be around like-minded individuals who understand what's going on. You just have to find them. In a reality, like, nobody is like me. Holy means to be set apart. Holy means to be unique. There is no one like me. Period. So, if I was to go be around people who are somewhat in that direction or more so towards the direction, I get it. But I would have to also understand that they probably won't still understand completely they just probably won't maybe some will like for the fact of the matter is that some people don't have to understand completely to support you and that's the that's the difference that's what i have to use my spirit of wisdom and discernment for it's like you may not understand completely but are you uh are you receptive to the to what i'm going through are you receptive to what i'm actually trying to accomplish and if you're not receptive then that's the issue it's not anything to do with you, anything to do with what you're doing. Well, yes, what you're doing, but it's not because it's not a personal thing. It's just recept- it's, you're not receptive. And if that's the case, then that's another roadblock, another obstacle on my way to ultimately the destiny that, the destiny that the Lord has placed before me. So that being said, in this vision, 
I was invited to go to this university and I was invited to stay in the dorm rooms and I was like oh okay I mean honestly I'm so happy to go to school I just want to go to school and learn and then to stay at the dorm so I'm like okay that sounds great but in reality I was thinking to myself like this is a whole different situation where it's like I had to be reminded why I even wanted to stay at school and that just automatically told me off the off rip like this is just already not even this is not truth this is they're already lying so then I'm in the vision and and it's like it's almost like little things that I do are giving them the the authority or the legal right to give me these lying visions that are kind of like trying to trick me out of my own body and it's like it's so weird but it's like at the same time this is the this is the this is the path that God placed me on it doesn't mean that I have to do it it doesn't mean that I have to go this route I could literally find another route without dealing with these people and avoid I can avoid the entire situation and not have to do what God sent me to do but I'm trying to do what God sent me to do so it's not like I'm cornered I'm not cornered I'm not you know stuck I'm I'm definitely not stuck I think the person wants me to feel like I'm stuck between an ultimatum like I have an ultimatum and I have a choice to make it's either I go this route with them or I go that route with God and it's like that's not the case it's really not the case I could find a million different routes a million different things to do and a million different ways out of this but I'm choosing God and you know that but you want me to believe that even though you don't even believe that but um because you know the truth but it's like still I have to you know deal with this because I'm choosing God and in and, and, and choosing God it's like now I sound like it's an ultimatum like I, since I choose God then I have to deal with this person but in reality like no I'm choosing God and so this person is coming full force in that in that manner and it does sound like an ultimatum but in reality in choosing God it's never a, I mean well you can say that choosing God is an ultimatum, but when you choose God, he creates so many different avenues. He makes ways out of no ways. So nobody can ever tell you that you're stuck between this and that, stuck between a rock and a hard place. Because that's the one thing the devil has been trying to get me to believe this entire time, that I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. And in reality, I'm so free. I'm so free. Like, it's it's too, it's, it's um, not too much freedom, but it's like, I have so much freedom. I have so much more freedom than everybody, not everybody, than anyone, like, not contributing or not participating in what God is intending them to do. Not doing what God, not being used as a vessel by God instead of a vessel by the devil. Like, I have way more freedom than them and it's like they want me to believe I'm stuck in between a rock and a hard place because they're jealous of the freedom I have and it's like in reality they're like I don't you have too much freedom it's not fair that you get to do all this you get to do all that and I can't do this and I can't do that and it's like you would be able to if you chose God but you don't want to choose God because it's not what everybody else is doing or is you have to be set apart and you need other people to validate you and it's like if you have God's validation that's all you need but you're not 
comfortable with that and that's not that's usually reflective of not experiencing him because if you experience him it's not about what you were comfortable with before he shows you the truth you're being lied to the devil is telling you you're not comfortable with this because he wants to keep you from choosing god and getting that freedom he wants to keep you in the chains he has you in and you're going to stay in them as long as you're lying to yourself telling yourself that god is not the only and best option for any situation that is the fact that's just that's what it is and it's like you Yahweh I mean Yahweh but if you mean but if you say that no that's not the case people's views are different etc that's the change that's literally the change and I'm sure a lot of people will say that doesn't make sense to me I don't agree with that or you know that I wouldn't I wouldn't believe that I wouldn't go that route but in reality it's like I I never believe that but for me to I I believe that I never believed that God wasn't the only way, the truth and the light. I never didn't believe that. I've always known that. But the fact of the matter is, I also believe that I could do anything I wanted to do. Not anything. All the, all the things that I was doing and still, you know, be free from sin. And that was just a lie. It was just a lie. It's just not true. So, me being a God waking me up and showing me the change that I was in due to my sin like I had to believe him first. I had to trust him first. I had to have faith in him first. And a, a sure I'm sure a lot of people would say that um well then that means that you were just you allowed yourself to be pulled into one set of thinking, one mindset of thinking and now you're disregarding all other you know avenues or points whatever you call it you're disregarding all other ideologies and it's like i get what you're saying but i've you don't what you need to understand is that i've spent i'm not saying i know everything i don't i'm still learning that there's people believe all different kinds of things but what i'm saying is that i've spent time with that ideology i've spent a lot of time in my life with the ideology that i need to keep my mind open to the fact that different people have different ways of lives and it's working for them and it's like well i get that but like at the same time like it never worked for me i mean i won't say it never worked for me however it was working for me it's not working the way it was it is god is working for me now it's never worked in the way that god works that's what i'm saying like god is the has become the best option for me he is the best option i genuinely believe for anybody and if I was to go back to thinking that, I'm sure that the change will snap right back on me so quick. They so thirsty to get back on me. I'm only seconds out of it. So I can't even turn back. If I turn back, then it's like, I can feel it. Like, my head starts hurting again. I, I feel like like my whole body just starts, you know, it feels so tight. It feels so tight and it feels sickening. I get sick. I start to get sick again. I'm actually coming out of a whole body, like my whole body was sick. I'm coming out of a full body sickness with God. And like, I can't expect you to understand because when I was sick, I couldn't see it either. But now that I'm not, I'm coming out of that, I'm not saying I'm fully out of it. Because me saying I'm fully out of it, I, I feel like I would be misleading you and making you feel like, well, you're still um, imperfect. You're still doing this and you're still doing that. So now I know you're lying. And it's like, I'm genuinely not lying. I wouldn't even care if you thought I was lying when I said that because I know what I meant. But still, like, I feel sick when I start to just, when I allow 
myself to go back into the stuff I was doing before. When I allow myself to think the things I was doing before. When I allow myself to walk back into the stuff that was chaining, keeping me in chains and making me sick. I feel sick. Like, even thinking about it because it's like, it's so sneaky. It's so sneaky. It tries to sneak back up on you and make you sick again. And it's so thirsty. It's sitting right there waiting. Like, it's so thirsty. It's a demon. It's a demon and it's sin. And it's like, as soon as you think, oh, actually, matter of fact, even though I've been, even though God showed me the truth, I've come completely out of that. I know that that's not the case. And I know that God is the only way, truth, and the life. And I have to stay away from stuff like that. And I have to work towards staying out of stuff like that, you know, for the rest of my life. Um, Maybe... Maybe there's something I sh- I didn't see that was back over there. Maybe I need to go back over there and see about, you know, this. Because I didn't think of that. I didn't get to explore that option. I mean, I explored all those options. But what about this option? Because, like, maybe I should make sure I explore all options first. Like, I that's the devil. The devil is like, wait, but you didn't hear this point. Wait, but you didn't see this trick. Wait, but you don't know about this this over here you didn't see this part and it's like he's making that stuff up as you go and if you keep telling yourself that i didn't get to see that part or i didn't experience that part so maybe i don't know the full truth yet then you'll complete you'll always be over there because he's always thinking of new tricks to keep you over there when you're out he's always his tricks get better they get more interesting because he has to do he's desperate he has to do it everything that with everything that he has at all costs he has to drag you back into your sickness he doesn't want you to leave you might say what's so important about me that's another trick he wants you to believe that you're not important the devil doesn't want god to not have not even one of his people he doesn't want the devil to save not even one even though he has millions of people he's dragging down right now he doesn't want god to save not even one person out of that because that's how the devil works he's so jealous of god he's jealous so he's like i don't want you to have nothing and he's just he can't hurt god he can't touch him so how can how can he hurt god well god loves humans with everything he loves his people we're made perfect in his image he loves us so much he has so much love for us he loves us so much so the devil attacks us to hurt him and yes it works but what I'm telling you is that God is working for you. So when it comes down to it, um, and when I say yes, it works, I'm saying that relatively because in reality, it, it works. But God is like, you need to understand that God is fighting so hard for you that the devil is always hurting more. Always. He's always going to hurt more. You, you understand? But it doesn't matter. He doesn't care how much he hurts as long as he can hurt God just even a little bit. It's like that person where it's like, I'm going to bother you all day just to get a reaction out of you. And it doesn't matter if I win the fight as long as I just got a reaction at all. That's the devil. Just like when he stormed heaven and tried to take over heaven. He knew he wasn't going to ever be able to fight God. He knew better than to ever think he was God's match. Like, first of all, God can just snap and you just be gone. He knew he would never be able to fight God. But just the fact that he could even have god send somebody after him or just the fact that he was even on god's radar like okay so the devil's here to fight me just even the devil thinking that god was saying that in his heart 
Just even the just even the devil feeling like God even acknowledged that a fight with the devil, and God was never acknowledging him fighting the devil, but he was acknowledging the fact that de the devil was there to do what he was trying to do. Obviously, that hurt God, and the devil just wanted to feel like okay. At least, I know I'll never be able to fight him, but as long as he noted, that's what I was here to do. Like, that's how, that's how weak, that's how weak he is. And it's like, that's what he does. That's how he spreads his evil, his sickness to people. He makes them feel like, you know what, you probably, you're never going to probably win with somebody with God. You're no, actually, you're not going to ever win with God. If they're with God and they're doing what God wants them to do and God speaks over their life, you're never going to win. But at least you can do this. At least you can lie. At least you can, you know, get them to believe that, you know, you had a possibility of winning. Like, it's all about what you can, what you can get out of it. Knowing that you're never going to win. It's all about what at least you can squeeze out of it. Like, when you know you're going to lose, then you're just happy to get one hit off that's how it is like and that's what it's like in any fight if it's somebody who's going to go fight somebody who they know they can't beat they're just happy to at least get a get a punch in they're they're just happy to at least say that well at least i fought them that's what it is and it's like you knew you were never going to win you know that they're not your match you know that they're you you are not no you're not even compared you're not even a comparison to this to this person this this one you cannot beat and you know you can't beat them nobody can but you're just happy to at least say you fought them. That's how it is. And that's how people are. You notice how people are like, yeah, but at least, you know, my name is next to theirs. And it sounds like I fought them. Even though, you know, I, I know because that's that's clout on your name. You get clout for even being associated with this person. And it has nothing to do with the fact that you never fought them, never would have won. You never had a chance to begin with. And you knew that it's about the fact that your name at least showed up in it. And that's how the devil is. He's so prideful and arrogant. He's like, at least if I'm even considered on God's level at all, at any on, at any amount, I'm good with that. Because he's not going to get anything else out of it. So that's what's embarrassing about it. But also at this, I mean, not, well, yes, embarrassing, but he's, he's not embarrassed. That's what's like the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. And that's really what it's like. So every single time i even inch towards stuff like that he's like as long as i can lie to you and get you over here like i'm just okay with the fact that i can say to god well at least she considered it even if you don't end up standing over there well at least she contributed and even if you know that that person only wants to be with god and god only and you had to trick them to even get any type of reaction or any type of anything out of that because if you were to come and tell them the truth well the truth is i'm never gonna be god and with and if you're with God, I'm never going to beat you. But um, I just want to hurt you. So why don't you just come over here and let me hurt you? Like you're never going to get that. You know that. So it's like the fact of the matter is you're just okay with the fact that as long as you can lie and get something out of the lie. Because that's all you ever get. You're not getting anything else. What are you going to get else? What are you going to get outside of that? Besides, you know, the acknowledgement that you are doing that at all. Like other other than that the only thing you're getting is that yeah that person was doing that that's it like and i guess it just not enough for you clearly because you know what you're doing so um that being said like that's how the devil works and that's usually reflective of how people work if you know anybody who acts like that or who does that all the time then you know that the devil is working through them you know and is busy in their lives it's clear
But it's like the people who are like, it doesn't matter what type of recognition I get from it. It doesn't matter if I get anything out of it. It doesn't matter. Like, at the end of the day, as long as I'm good with God, as long as, you know, I'm, I end up okay, as long as I'm, you know, good, like, I don't care. I don't care if anybody knows. I don't care if anybody acknowledges it. I don't care. It just doesn't matter. So, that being said, I also want to address the fact that, like, I also talked about this in a previous episode, how... I feel like nobody's ever going to acknowledge what's going on right now. Nobody's ever going to acknowledge this is happening, even though they know that it's true. Even though they, excuse me, even though they see what's happening, they're contributing to what's happening. They're all going to lie and make it seem as if I'm the crazy one and that I'm, you know, wrong. And I just feel like that's, that's bothering me or that bothered me. But in reality, it's like, that's the devil. That really is the devil. And I can admit that that's the devil because when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter if they acknowledge it as long as I know it. And I've always really known that. And I've always really been about that. But it's about the fact that I'm still having to live in this world. I'm still having to be in this world. I'm still having to interact with people. I can't go out. I can't live my life without ever inter- ever interacting with another person ever again in my life. I can't, I just simply can't. I could say that I would never need to interact with somebody else ever in my life, but I'm always going to have to because what do I have to do? I have to go buy groceries. What do I have to do? I have to go um, buy things to sustain myself, to live in this life. I mean, if I could, if I could live the rest of my life without ever having to eat again, drink again, or see another person in this world, I would because all I need is God. That's genuinely how I feel. That's all I need. But that it just doesn't work like that. It's not going to work like that. So, yes, I do have to interact with other people. So me saying that they're not even going to acknowledge what's going on is basically me saying that they're actually they're actually lying and acknowledging the opposite and making it seem like it's all me and it's something wrong with me. So that's the problem because when I have to go out into the world and sustain myself, I have to deal with these lies. I have to deal with this deception on me. And it's all because of God. But at the end of the day, I'm not mad at God. I'm absolutely not. I'm so grateful. I'm so happy with God. It's the fact that I have to deal with this. So a lot of people would say, well, it sounds like you just need the acknowledgement and now you're just sounding like the devil yourself. That is the devil. I'm telling you, that's how he works. He tries to flip everything off on you when he's doing everything. And that's the fact of the matter. And if, and if you're saying, well, then it sounds like you care, you should, you just shouldn't care. It's not that I care. It's that it's going to affect me, period. It's just going to affect me. I cannot come out into this world and say, okay, well, now I need tissue and now I need groceries. And I go into the store and now people are attacking me. People are literally attacking me because of groceries. I mean, not because of groceries, but excuse me, take that back, sorry. But because of the lies that they're being told and because of the deception that they're under and because of how they're being used by the devil against me because of the truth I'm living in and choosing to live in. Now, I'm not saying I'm 100% living in my truth. What I'm saying is I'm fighting to. And that's a problem for the devil. Because if I were willing to live in a lie, then I would just blend in with everybody else. But I'm becoming holy. I'm being set apart. And I am unique. And so that's the problem. That's the issue. And that's what's going on. That's really what, that's genuinely what it is. That's genuinely just what it is overall. And it's like, 
obviously it's probably going to be people who's like, well, no, this, I don't agree with that, I don't agree with this. You're not going to. That is the devil. That's what I'm telling you. You're not going to agree with it. But that I'm okay with you not agreeing, agreeing with it. What I'm not okay with is the fact that you're actually going to allow that to affect how you act towards me. If if you are just didn't agree with it, then that's just whatever. But you're actually allowing that to affect your actions towards me. And I'm not saying it puts me in danger because I trust God and I know that you can't touch me. You can't do nothing to me. But it's the fact that you're still trying to. That's what I'm saying. And that being said, you could say, well, it doesn't matter if they try to, if you know that they're not going to touch you, they're not going to be able to affect you. That's what I'm doing. That's the life that I have to choose to live now because I choose God. But the fact of the matter is when I'm talking, when I'm speaking is not because I need acknowledgement or I need to feel like I'm so significant or anything. It's because this is the stuff that's going on. And honestly, I don't believe that I'm exempt. I believe that I'm being, I'm isolated, but I'm also in a way, you know, if I'm unique and set apart and I'm in my own lane, then I'm only creating one, right? So that means that maybe somebody will come after me who will have to deal with this. And if they come after me and have to deal with this, what better than to create an instruction manual on how to get through it? Obviously, the Bible is the is the, is the only instruction manual, but the only real instruction manual that they'll ever need. Genuinely, that's true. But when it comes down to it, God says, use your testimonies and the things that you have, I've brought you through in order to encourage others and to help them. That's what I'm doing. So when it comes down to it, I feel like somebody else will have to go through this. Somebody else will have to experience this. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'll be the only person ever. You never know. But what I'm saying is that somebody may have to deal with this and they will need encouragement to get through it because it helped me to have encouragement. Even though it was never a straight line, it was never, you know, uh, I never had a cheat sheet on every single thing that I had to go through to get through all of this. Still, the the little things that I found encouragement in, the different prophetic words and testimonials and different people who spoke out about the things that they had to deal with when they were going through this stuff and how they got through it helped me, encouraged me to get through. So that's why I'm here to do that. And for anybody to try and shut me up or try and make it seem like keep that to yourself or you just want clout off of this and nobody's going to give you clout off of it. That's the devil working through you because it's not about clout. It's about helping somebody else who may be in my situation because now it's no longer about me. I've been through it. I've went through it and I'm getting through it. Now it's about helping someone else get through because whatever it is that I had to deal with that I didn't have help with and I had to learn the hard way or I either had to work through without the help i will help i will hope that anything that i can tell someone else could help them through that i will hope that anything about my story or my testimony could help somebody else avoid that obstacle go around i have to learn the hard way or either just get through with encouragement and happiness knowing that they'll be okay even if they have to go through it and that's just the that's what it's all about so anytime somebody tries to tell me that i cannot acknowledge what's going on and they don't want to acknowledge what's going on even when they know it's happening i know that you're working for the adversary because he doesn't want me to get this message out he doesn't want people to know about this because it might reach the right ears it might reach the person who wants to get out it might reach the person who wants to fight through it might reach the person who wants to actually find god and if he could keep that person from hearing that at all costs he's trying to keep every any any and every person he can 
He doesn't want to lose not even this one. So even though I feel like a lot of people know what they're doing when they're doing that, this is for the people who may not know what they're doing when they're doing that. This is some this here's a little bit of logic for you. Be careful to why you don't want to acknowledge this stuff when you know it's happening or be careful to why you want to keep others from knowing about this when it's really going on because you don't know what you're actually contributing to. And what I've seen in this vision, which I'm going to continue it, I know I went off, but what I've seen in this vision is that people have limited information. That's how the devil works. He tells them what he can't, what he, what he feels. He only tells them as much as he possibly can squeeze, you know, squeeze out or squeeze them into. He wants to tell them as least as possible in order to get them on board. So if he can tell you a little bit, a tiny little bit of truth in order to, you know, keep you from asking more questions. And then he, and then he blinds you with a bunch of different lies and he leads you in the dark, in the blind to fight against somebody who really is fighting for you. Then when it comes down to it, it looks like, no, nah, I know what I was doing and I, and I had the right idea and I knew what I was fighting against this person for. And I knew right from wrong and I knew everything. And it's like, of course you thought you did. And that's not your fault. It's just like, it's not my fault if I'm ever wrong. Of course you thought you did. It's, we're all always wrong. What I'm saying is that we're all wrong a lot. Not always, but um, of course you thought you did. Of course you thought you knew what you were doing. But what I'm telling you is that that's how he works. He makes you think you know what you're doing when you don't. That's why you always need God. So you will hear me saying that, you know, I'm not wrong in this. I'm not wrong in that. And I'm genuinely just talking about the part that God confirmed for me. Because anything else, I cannot be sure if I'm wrong about it or not. That's how it works. So anytime I'm talking, I'm really talking about how I need, seek guidance from God. And I need God in all in all in any and all things. Because other than God's com- confirmation or God's guidance, then I know that I could be doing the wrong thing. I know that I could be on the wrong path. I know that I could be misled thinking I know what I'm doing when I don't. Just like how I was living before God brought me out. I was so sure that, you know, I knew what I was doing. You know what I used to say when I used to get away with stuff? Well, I got away with it. So obviously I must be right or some, you know, I didn't say I must be right. I knew I was wrong, but I got away with it. So what does it matter? I don't care. I got away with it. And now I'm realizing that you never truly get away with anything. And if you ever do get away with something and God does not judge you for it immediately, or you don't end up having to answer consequences for what it is that you're doing, then you need to be afraid about that because that just means that you know that's worse than getting consequences for what you did you got away with it so that must mean whatever it is that you did was worse off than any consequence you could have ever had you already hurt yourself your the consequence is getting away with it and i guess to somebody who just doesn't care who just wanted to get away with it i'm sure you you will feel like whatever it doesn't matter You'll feel like that's good enough for you and you're you're glad just for that, like as long as you get away with it. But I'm telling you that if you ever come to a better understanding or want a deeper understanding or want to be happy and want to truly be healed, want to be made complete, want to be made happy, like want to be full and, and filled by the spirit of the Lord. When you ever want your spirit, when you when you if you ever get to the point where you truly start stop starving your spirit, stop allowing your spirit to be starved, then you'll get why that was the worst possible that was worse than the consequences you received for the stuff that you did like getting away with it was worse than going to jail for it getting away with it was worse than having consequences that was worse 
And you don't ever get that until you get to that understanding. That being said, um, I'm at that point now where it's like I'm dealing with the consequences of having no consequences for so long. And that is not, I'm telling you, that's not the life you want. And you don't ever get it until you get to the point where you actually want to be made responsible for the way you were living before when you knew it wasn't right. So if you just plan on living like that for the rest of your life, fine, whatever. But what I'm telling you is that even then you're not safe because one day it catches you off guard. One day God sneaks up on you and it's like, look, and you're like, now I do want to be responsible. Even though you thought that you would be like, I don't care about the consequences for the rest of my life. So you need to be mindful of that, that that could happen one day. And when that does happen, are you going to take responsibility? Or are you going to keep fighting and going against the grain in order to, or going against that grain, God's grain, in order to, you know, just not have to face the truth in order to keep living a lie? And if that's, that will never be comfortable for you. So you'll be suffering more than actually dealing with the consequences of it and taking responsibility. So the worst kind of people are the ones who are, I mean, I don't want to say the worst kind of people is anybody because in reality, God's logic is, you know, nobody is worse. You know, nobody is a worse anything. All sin is equal. So nobody, you can never say anybody's the worst anything. But what I'm saying is it's super, it's just so much, not super bad, but not super worse, but it's just, it's so horrible when you have the opportunity or not you have the opportunity what i'm trying to say is that it just it's it's, it kind of sucks when you just can't face the truth and you're keeping yourself from that salvation you're keeping yourself from that deliverance you're keeping yourself from that healing from that peace from that love from that happiness from that better future just because you can't take responsibility or just because you're just you're okay with you know you don't want to you don't want to admit you were wrong that whole time you don't want to do that hard part it's just it's that first threshold it's the first thing which is admitting you were wrong to begin with admitting that you didn't know what you were doing and that you can't do this alone and that you need god in all that you do and submitting your pride submitting your arrogance and uh, becoming humble and, uh, and accepting humility. That's the first hard part. After that, everything is pretty much, I won't say it's easy. It's not ever easy. It's always going to be hard. But what I'm saying is that, well, it's not always going to be hard, but yes, it is. I mean, I don't know how to say it. It's like, it's hard, but at the same time, it's not hard as it would be. So hard is relative. But after that, everything is, you know, better so much better many times better so it's worth it but um that being said let me finish the vision really quick so in the vision um i was in the university and i just remember like deciding that like i was in the university i got my i went to the counselor got my class schedule got my um my books my papers my notebooks my binder etc everything I need for school and I was just going around to my classes and it was just like first day of school and everybody was there and then like I didn't really know too many people and then that's when I'm going through the hallways and everybody's just so happy 
and everybody's just like not everybody's happy it's normal it's just real normal everything is just normal and everybody's just going you know hey what's up you know meeting their friends etc talking to people etc so that's when like i'm walking through and i like i remember i see this this lady this girl she was like she was cute and like um there was this guy and like i'm not gonna it doesn't matter but i'm just gonna say how they look like it just is what it is like there it was this white girl and she was like kind of like a hippie type and then there was like this white guy and he was sort of like a hippie type too but i don't judge people so honestly their whole personalities was like not reflective of hippie types it was like they was actually smart and cool people but it's like they were all different they weren't just put in a category as hippie but um the guy had dreads and they were like blonde tips and like i was like i remember thinking like that's actually that actually looked cool but like i'm not gonna say i'm judgy or judgmental I just wanted to, I just say that, you know, always look at like the white people type of dress a little always always just look at them. Not like I look at them different. I don't judge anybody. I hate to say this cuz it sounds like I'm judging them. But I always just look at them like, you know, I wonder. I just wonder. Not I don't know. I don't even know what what word I'm looking for. I don't judge them. I just know I just look at their dress. So, I just look at their dress and then um the guy walks up and I'm like, I actually like his hair sexual like, I usually like their hair I usually do it's not like I'm judging them but um he walks up to the girl and he's just like hey you know he's trying to talk to her and stuff I'm like that's so normal that everything just seems so normal right now because in reality like stuff has just been so weird lately where it's like I can hear people like setting stuff up before stuff happens so it's like if you're setting stuff up before it happens like nothing is natural and it was natural like he just naturally was like oh she's cute let me talk to her and she just naturally was like she really wasn't interested but she was just naturally like oh okay i'll just talk to you like you know it seemed like a pretty good cool guy doesn't mean i can't talk to you but it was like it wasn't like set up and i was like that's so i was i just felt a little bit of freedom in that because i'm like everything's not set up everything's a setup right now so then that's when um i end up going to um i end up i'm about to cross at the cross like it's such a beautiful day i'm like i might as well just walk around wish i could find a bike and then next thing i know i i start thinking to myself like oh you know everybody seems so happy like everybody just seems so cool and just so normal then as soon as i think like everybody seems so normal people start acting set up again and i was just like oh god so i'm like okay i guess that's just how it still is like i knew it's too good to be true so then i cross the street next thing i know i'm in another like yard type um place that's like across from university and while i'm here it's just like see now i'm forgetting my vision i'm losing my vision that's the devil attacking me again but um so i'm next time i know i'm in another I, I just fast forward to another place and i'm just trying to look around and stuff people are staring at me i'm just trying to enjoy it i'm just trying to enjoy the place it seems like my my hometown it really looks like my hometown but it's mixed with somebody else's hometown so then i'm back in the university and i'm at, i'm in class now and the teacher is like this guy and this guy, he's like, somebody is lying, saying, like, this guy is this, this guy is that. He's really not that close to God, etc., such and such, such. And I'm just like, okay, whatever, like, I don't really care. Then I hear, like, 
but he seems like a good teacher so maybe we should just pay attention and i'm just like i'm just trying to get through class like i'm just trying to get to class get through class that's it like i'm really not trying to judge anybody especially not my teacher it's my teacher why do i even care like as long as he's teaching right so i just hear a bunch of lies and then the teacher is like um talking about god and such and such and then it's like a school that's teaching about God. And I was like, honestly, at first I was thinking we were about to learn about science or something, like a science lab. But then when the teacher starts te- teaching about God, I was like, I was so, I felt so relaxed. Because I was like, thank you, Jesus. Like, not only am I learning, you know, stuff I'm supposed to know as far as science, but I'm it's being taught in a way that God will intend. But also I know I noticed that I'm really not learning anything, though. Like, it's like I'm supposed to be feeling like I'm learning something, but I'm not actually learning anything the whole time. He's talking, he's teaching, but I'm not learning anything. So it's like, it just sounds like, don't you know in the background, it just sounds like, wah, 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 And I'm like, is that me? But it's like, it wasn't me. I was actually trying to pay attention. It was just a setup. So then that's when he's like, and let me and let me tell you, and this, this is the one part I call, he's like, and let me tell you that a lot of us actually do... Uh, actually have been like this our whole lives or have been dealing with this and don't even realize it then he brought in a friend that i remember from like high school actually middle school excuse me i didn't go to high school with her and um she was like i just remember her and like she came in she was like you know seemed like she was older that had put on a little bit of weight but she really wasn't she was not big she had just put on a little bit of weight and she came in like yes i was possessed that whole time and like her teeth was like looking little and she was looking like real possessed like her eyes was like really like it was bags underneath her eyes and stuff and i just remember thinking like i remember at first i got a thought like you know what that makes sense because i do feel like he was possessed and stuff like something it was something and in reality it was like i didn't feel like she was possessed i just remember certain things about her i couldn't pinpoint and it was like the person twisted that and made it seem like i thought that she was possessed the entire time but then when she came in she actually looked possessed so in the vision, I was like, you know what? Um, this is set up too because it's like only I'm supposed to care. Like all these people in the classroom and she's coming to teach the whole classroom about her experiences. But they're focused on me and how I'm perceiving it. It's all a setup because like this whole vision is a setup. So pretty much this is how my visions go. It's all set up to make it seem like, oh, it's everybody and everything's normal. You're just you're just one person in a crowd, but everybody's focused on how I'm reacting to the things that I'm seeing. And like it's just like the movie Inception. When you see the movie Inception, you see that it's like in the, in his in his dream, like they was all walking through. And at, one, at first they were just two people and a crowd of people and then everybody turned their their energy and their attention towards them and then they started attacking them you know and that's how it is but the only thing the only difference is they only attack when i'm really when i'm realizing that it's all a setup they only attack when i'm not buying it they only attack when they find that i'm suspicious of everything and this doesn't look like the truth and like it's a setup so then I'm, i'm out of that class i end up going into like this like girls bathroom type locker room type thing but it's kind of set up like how bad girls club is set up only it's like lockers and stuff and like everybody's in the mirror doing their makeup and stuff and it's like a whole room type locker room type bathroom set up thing and i just remember being in the vision like i want to go i want to get to class i don't want to be late so then i saw my sister in the hallway when i came actually skip i skipped ahead when i came out of the class i saw my sister in the hallway when i saw my sister she was like oh yes we're actually at this school now and she was like actually i I convinced them that we had to go back to this school because of what 
they ended up doing and then that part was blocked out like that part was blocked out what they actually ended up doing i'm like what did they end up doing what was it that they did that you know we that they was wrong about that we ended up getting being able to come back in here for and like that part was blocked out so i guess they thought i knew then once i realized that i was like wait hold on then it was like hold on no that just shatters the whole vision now she's gonna start figuring everything else out everything else is a lie now so they took it back and i was like okay set up so then i'm just you know they skip back it's like they skip back like a reverse remote like click like the movie click i might be referring to movies a lot i'm telling you this stuff is weird because this stuff that happened in movies is really actually some of the stuff like little remnants of the things that happened in the movies are really going on in spirit so um that's when my sister's like oh yes um we convinced them that I convinced them that we had to be here etc and i'm like oh you're in school you're in school with me and stuff like that and, and then it's just like it was something about her not being able to say much and not being able to really be who she would would usually be like i went to school with my sister before it's just something about her really being kind of like contained to a certain personality or a certain level of friendliness where she can't be too cool she can't do too much that seems set up i'm like this is set up so then we're in the bathroom and i'm like wait what time is it i'm ready to go to class and i realized like first somebody said you're already you're already late you might as well stay and then i was like no what the, how does that sound i'm about to get to class whenever i can then i was like but i was still super upset like no i'm sorry i'm i'm late for class on my first day then i was like what time is it? And she's like, oh, actually, you only, you got two minutes, a minute and 51 seconds left. I, I remember her saying that specifically. You got a minute and 51 seconds left. So I snatched all my books up, and I ran to class. On my way to run into class frantically, I remember seeing the guy I'm actually, I just start back talking to. And, like, I'm not really even talking to him. I just was, like, he just always talked to me and, like, always send me messages and like hi this and the third and i'm just like hey you know saying stuff back just because i don't want to you know i read it and i don't want to just sit, like leave it on red all the time it's like i just feel grimy like I, I just feel my my heartstrings tugging on me where it's like maybe god wants me to actually talk to this person because this person is not like going away but also at the same time god is actually like no don't talk to anybody right now because you need to understand that this person if you were talking to him before knew exactly what was going on and obviously had to be contributing in some way where he was you know at least not telling you what was really going on which means he's not real he's not real so don't talk to him and i'm just like i can't just assume that so i'm really just like still like trying to be fair i'm just trying to be fair and the reality realizing like he's not being fair though but at the same time, just like, I'm just trying to be cool about it. So, I can't judge them because I don't know for a fact. I'm still thinking to myself, how could everybody in the world know about this and just contribute? Like, that's just, like, that to me seems like, that means everybody in the world is pretty much going to hell. Like, and that just doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the people I know. I don't know. But it just it's just weird. So, that's when um that's pretty much when like um he he went by when i saw him at first i saw him I'm like oh it's tyler like i remember him from school then i was like oh he actually looks good and i was about to say hi and then that's when he was like he he darted to the other di- the other 
direction and like i heard somebody say in my head he did that because he feels like you always ignore him and if you ever if he ever gets a chance to you know if he ever gets a chance to see you and all of a sudden you're interested that's how he's gonna do you and i'm just like oh my god like come on now like you can't if you know what's going on you can't genuinely feel like that's you that's 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 personal that i'm just ignoring you because i just don't mess with you or like i just feel like i'm too good for you or whatever like even if that was the case why would you keep trying to talk to me and why do you need to do that like i just don't get it like i just don't i understand like we're human we all have our own emotions but i don't understand why people have to you know prove something to people who didn't rock with you before if they never rocked with you you don't have to prove nothing to them like for example if i ever stop rocking with anybody in my situation right now and i say i'm done with them i'm not gonna move forward in my life thinking oh i'm gonna prove them wrong one day i'm gonna get the chance to be in their face and say oh i look what i see i told you about me i told you i was gonna do this i told you i was gonna get that no when i move forward in my life i'm moving forward i mean i'm not thinking about you i won't ever think about you again you're done like that's just that and if that's how somebody is feels about me then guess what i won't notice neither will you that's just how I feel about it. But at the same time, that sounds grimy, right? Because it's like if somebody's really interested in you, then you should care. And you shouldn't be able to move on with your life and not care about that ever again. It's like, don't tell me how to live my life because I'm not telling you how to live yours. If I was telling you how to live yours, then actually I would be talking to you. Because then that means that you will be some similar to me. And I feel like you will actually agree with a lot. Not agree with a lot of stuff I'm doing, but you will, you will be choosing God first. And you, I would feel like I can actually talk to you. So... That being said, it's like I don't I don't wanna sound like I'm just being judgmental or nothing. I'm just saying like people pick and choose when they want to feel like, you know, something is when they I don't know, when they feel like something is cool and it's like usually it's reflective of what everybody else is doing or having to prove somebody else wrong or like just needing somebody else's validation. And in reality it's like I don't need anybody else's validation. But also at the same time, I'm noticing, like, me being isolated and everybody being, like, against me and everybody actually, like, knowing what's going on outside of me and feel like and contributing as long as I don't know what's going on, whatever, we can get away with it. And just kind of, like, doing all of that. Like, me feeling like, you know, that's the case. I'm realizing, like, it's not even about why do you care why do everybody care about what i think so much anyways that's the question that's the real question the real question is not why do i need validation or why do i need somebody to confirm that this stuff is going on even though they are confirming that's going on just not to me why do i need people to confirm that's going on to me the question is why do everybody care what i think why is my opinion so important? Why is my life so important to everybody? Why does everybody care so much to keep me in the blind? Me specifically while everybody else can know what's going on. Why? Why is that the case? That's the real question. And in reality, I know why. It's because I know the truth. God is going God is using me to do something so big that's so much bigger than me and whoever is whoever else is being used that the devil is doing that in order to make me feel like oh whatever it doesn't matter i might as well just w go back into the crowd i might as well just blend in with the crowd do what everybody else is doing because this is getting me nowhere and everybody else gets to make me feel crazy and get away with it 
and then like I'm I get the remnants and I get the I get reminded like what if nobody ever ends up acknowledging you and what if you don't ever end up getting what it is you're fighting so hard for and then you end up looking like the crazy person and at the end of the day even though you know it's true they know it's true nobody ever confirms it they get away with never confirming it and you wind up looking like like since they they control what's going to be written and everybody else is is going along with leaving you in the blind and going along with it going along with the lie everybody's contributing to it and going along with the lie just because they're wicked and they don't want the truth to come out and they don't want me to know the truth then if i ever die then everybody will just have believed that lie about me and that would just be the case that would be how history was written just like history is written in certain ways just like for a lot of different things like how they they they've written jesus as white when jesus is black and so they're so scared to stand up to all of it that they have to just exile me and it's like i don't care about being exiled i just it's unfortunate that somebody else will might have to come up after me wanting to know the truth like i did and they will have to suffer the same thing i've suffered through and they will never know that i spent all this time trying to get to the truth and everybody spent all their time trying to keep me from it and they will have to go through the same thing alone like i did except for with god but at the same time it's like this history will just keep repeating itself and that's sad Okay, so, like I was previously trying to say in a, in a previous episode was that people are allowing themselves to contri- be con- be used to contribute to our own people's genocide. And the sad thing about it is they know. They know that they're contributing to our own genocide. And they're still willingly contributing because of different things that you know like i said like well it's clear the thing about it you could say it's not fair because the devil is using them obviously and they don't know what the full story was going on just like you said and the thing about it is yes that may be true they may not know the full story about what's going on but they do have evil sinful reasons why they're even able to be used to be contributing so for example this person might be used be contributing to genocide because they said to themselves well I don't want to have to answer for, you know, the consequences. I don't want to have to have, have to have consequences for what I did. So I'm just going to have to contribute. This person might be being used to contribute to the genocide because they might say, I just don't want it to be her. Like, yeah, all people, it's not fair. It should be me. I want it to be me. And if it's not me, then I don't want it to be nobody. And that is usually the main reason where it's like, that's how, that's mainly how we as, as black people, I'm going to say it, black people. We as black people, we contribute to our own genocide and complain about it. And the way we contribute to our own genocide is because we don't want it to be that person. We say to ourselves, I'm good enough. I could have done it. Or I don't want this person to go down in history for that. I don't want this person to make history. I don't want this person to be used for that. Why is this person so amazing and I'm not? Or this person not going to ever be amazing if it got anything to do with me because I'm freaking jealous. And it's like at the end of the day it's like you're contributing to your own genocide just because you don't want that person to win you don't want it to be that person even though everybody wins it's like you're willing to burn down with the building just because you don't want that person to save everybody you're willing to burn a whole building down with you in it just so you don't have to see that person be the person to have put the fire out who is about to sit there and burn to death, to ashes, just because they don't want the person who came with the water to put them out? 
That's how we work. That's how we are as black people. We really do that. We say to ourselves, well, look at the person carrying the bucket. But you're burning to death. Do it matter who's carrying a bucket? Don't you need the water? And then we sit up here and complain that our children have to burn to death. Our children sitting there burning. But you don't want them to even put your child out. You will sit there and let your child burn to death just because of the person who's carrying a bucket. And that's what's so sad. Like, that's what's so sad. We contribute to our own genocide, then blame everybody else. That's why Jesus had to be a sacrificial lamb. Because believe it or not, even though it was it was prophesied, he didn't have to die for the forgiveness of our sins. Believe it or not, we could have just all decided like, oh, you know what? He's right. That's the way to go. And then he could have led us in that way instead of having to be crucified and flogged. But that's how it always has to happen with us. That's how we always do things. We have to let that person die, then realize it. We have to let it get to the worst it's ever been. Then we want to be like, oh, you know what? That that was true. Oh, you know what? Maybe I was wrong. It's too late now. We always wait until it's too late. We will be like, we'll let the whole freaking building, building burn down with everybody in it. Then we'll say, you know what? Actually... I probably should have just took the water. It really didn't matter who was bringing it. Like you're burned to death now. That's how it is. But it's like. At the end of the day. It's like that's. That's our logic. Our logic is. it. I mean if it ain't the person I want it to be. Or if it ain't me. Then I don't want the help. I don't want to be helped, even though all of us as a whole will be helped going forward. And going forward, we can all win. Going forward, we can all be in a position we want to be in. Going forward, we won't have to ever be jealous of another person because we'll all have everything we ever needed and wanted. But if that's not happening right now, if this person got to bring us to that point, if this if it's going to be this person that gets us over that threshold, then I'm not helping. I don't want it to be that person. So, I, you know what? Nah. And you know what? You might say, well, damn, maybe God should send somebody we wanted to be. It'll never be nobody you wanted to be. It can even be you and you won't let it happen. So that being said, like, I also want to, like, and I'm not, I'm not ever saying, I'm not ever going to say that I'm the type of person who would let that happen. Because if that were the case, then I would just go ahead and contribute with everybody else. What's the point of fighting for this? So nobody can ever say, oh, you just like that too. No, get out of here. Because if that were the case, I would just go ahead and walk outside, do what everybody else is doing. Say, forget what God told me to do. I don't even hear that. Just like you. But no, instead I'd rather decide to suffer through it. I st- instead I'd rather decide for everybody to be against me. Everybody wants to believe that, oh, you're just doing that because everybody's going to be against you anyways. Do that really matter? It don't matter to you. Like, you don't care if everybody against what you're doing. If you want to sin, you're going to sin. You don't care if everybody against what you're doing. You're going to go rob that bank if you want that money. And I'm not saying everybody's out here robbing banks, but what I'm saying is that that's how you feel. So it doesn't really matter to you. And I'm not saying I'm exempt from I'm perfect or anything, but that's the point. I'm not perfect, so why does it matter if it's me? You should be able to relate with that. 
I'm not perfect and she not perfect. So that just that just must mean it's a better chance for me to get in. If you really feel like I'm so bad, or if you really feel like the person who's leading so bad, then um, are they perfect? Now Jesus was perfect and he got crucified, and that just didn't make sense. So it's like it doesn't matter if the perfect is if the person is perfect or not. You just don't want to be helped. But why? I don't get it. How do you not want to be helped but always complain about the help you're not getting? That's what God don't get it. That's what God don't understand because every single time I feel like and I'm not I'm not going to speak for God. What I'm going to say is what I can see. Kind kind of what I can kind of see what he's like telling me. I'm not speaking for him, but this is in my own words. Like so many different times he tries to tell us what's best for us. So many different times he tries to lead us into the right way. So many times he leads us to the water and we tell ourselves we ain't going to drink. I'd rather sit here and thirst. So many different times God put, puts us on a path where we can go. Sends us people to help us. And all we do is kill the person sent to help us. Don't r- deliberately run away from the, the path he put us on stubbornly and rebelliously we just go against everything it is he sends he sends for us he always sends our life wrap and we stab it we let all the air out of it that's what it is that's how we are and i get it the the fact of the matter is i'm not saying i'm perfect or that i'm exempt from anybody the fact of the matter is it's so hard to be told that all the stuff that you're doing is wrong and to turn back from that it's so hard to see all of your sin. It's so hard to see all of the stuff that you're doing and say, I'm going to have to give this up. I'm going to have to give that up. I'm going to have to stop doing this and I'm going to have to stop doing that. It's so hard to do that. It really is, especially when it's like, okay, I stop doing all this right now. Then I win, right? Okay, so let me stop doing it. And then everybody else is like, we don't want to stop doing it. We ain't ready to stop doing it. Since we got to stop doing it, then um, you ain't, we ain't going to let you stop doing it. Because you're going to start a whole wave. You stop doing it and you succeed. Now we all got to stop doing it and succeed too. We ain't ready to stop. So for everybody who might say, well, then that's you then too. You do the same thing. But it's like, I'm actually willing to stop right now. If that means we win right now. I'm willing to stop. And even if that means we win, we win in the future, I'm willing to stop right now. Even if it don't happen right now. Even if that means we win, in the, we win in the future, I'm willing to stop right now. But you know what happens? Then I have to fight everybody else. Because everybody else ain't willing to stop. You gotta wait till we ready. You ain't gonna never be ready. If I wait till everybody ready, we ain't gonna never get there. This gotta happen now. But it's just like, at the end of the day, people just... I mean, I don't want to say people, but it's just like, that's, that's just what it is. We're too afraid. We're too afraid to win. And I'm not exempt from that. I'm almost afraid to win, too. The reason why I'm so afraid of winning is because I wanted to win so bad. You know what happened? Everybody tried to kill me. Everybody tried to kill me from winning, so why wouldn't? I mean, I'm still not afraid to win. But what I'm saying is I know that if I want to win, I'm going to have to die. If I want to win, I'm going to have to suffer through everybody trying to kill me in order to win. And you could say it's everybody else outside of black people. No, it's black people the most. God could put everybody, every other race outside of it. 
God could isolate every other race and just put black people in one arena, just all black people, and then give us the recipe to win. We will all kill each other like crabs in a bucket. No, if it's going to be you to get to the top first or you to lead everybody out, I'm going to make sure you don't get there. And at that point, it's anybody. It's, nobody's going to ever get out. And that's just the fact of the matter. You say it's not true. I, matter of fact, I'm going to pray for that. Matter of fact, no, actually, that's what's happening right now. I'm not about to sugar. I'm not about to sugarcoat it or play any games. God put us all in the arena right now. Showed us the truth. Jesus is black. We the holy people. We the true Israelites. This is what we got to do to get to become the holy nation and be restored. You know, what we all did sabotage each other. Kept the one person who was supposed to bring us out under. No, we got to all be coming at the same rate. Then you don't even want to be at that rate. No, I just don't want it to be you. It doesn't matter who it is. You don't want it to be them. Even if it's you, you don't want it to be. You don't want it to happen. So how can he ever save us? How can he ever help us? So I guess we just have to go back to what we've been doing. Which is keep on doing the stuff that it, that get us in this position. Keep on doing the stuff that, that put us in that position. Keep on doing the stuff that makes it makes us worse off, and then cry to God and ask us why. Ask Him why He's allowing us to be worse off. Excuse me. And our logic is He's God. He can just do everything right now. But then you want to complain about free will being violated. Which one is it? Do you want Him to just do it all right now, or do you want your free will? Because He gave you free will, and that's why He can't just do it all right now. You have to be willing, freely willing. That's how free will works. Don't sit up here and say if God God can do anything, he could just do it. But then that would mean that you would have to just do it. Without your actual choice. Without a choice. If you want God to choose and you don't do it, then you have to choose him. But if you're not choosing him, how you expect him to just do it? But that's the logic. That's everybody's logic. That's black people's logic. That's people's logic. He's God. He can just do this. He's God. He can just make it happen. If he's God and he really can do anything, then why doesn't he just do it? Because he created free will. Do you want free will or not? He gave you the option. If you want me to do it, choose me. If you want to do it yourself, choose what you're doing. You chose what you're doing. Where is the logic in that? I don't get people. I really don't get people. So, that being said, um, the vision. Okay, so, also in the vision, I realized, like, there was different things in different parts about the vision where it's like, the person, I feel like the person who gave me the vision only had part, partial truths. They only knew some of the story. They only knew part of the story. And the part about the, the part of the story that they knew, they were, you know, the part of the story that the, the that the person knew, they were trying to be supportive of, but in reality, in their way, they had to make it under. They had to make it make sense in their mind. So I feel like if they knew the whole story, obviously they would be on board. But the devil is in the details, and he's lying, and he's tricking, and he's busy. But um, the 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 messed up part about it all is that like um, regardless of what the devil is doing. You still have that option. Because God says he's never going to give you too much to handle. 
He's never going to give you too much that you cannot handle, handle. And even in the midst of the storm that you be, you may have to go through, he always creates a way out. So you have, like, if you have to go through this storm, it's, it's still not going to ever be too much you can handle. And also, there's another option you can take if you're willing to take it. So, like, let's say you're in a storm. Here's a storm right here, but here's a plane sent for you too. So you can go through the storm in your boat. Let's say you're on a boat in, a, in, a, in the ocean. It's a storm. You can go through the storm in your boat in the ocean. He's not going to kill you. But he can send you a plane right now if you want to go out right now. There's another option. It just comes with other responsibility. It comes with a responsibility. Sometimes not even that. You just have to be willing to take it. So I guess in all our stubbornness, we, we decide to stay through the storm. And then while in the storm, we complain about why we still in it, even though we could have took that plane. So I guess that I'm not judging anybody. I want anybody to feel like I feel like I'm better than you or I'm exempt from this. Because in reality, even though I know God is using me for the for the way for the reason he's using me, even though I know that God has placed me in the position he's placed me in and I'm still, you know, the reason why I'm even having to suffer through everybody doing the things that they're doing and isolating me and not validating the different stuff that I'm com- that is confirmed to be happening. That's because of the fact that I'm not contributing or not doing a lot of stuff that I'm talking about. Even though I know that, I'm still understanding I'm not perfect. Because if I were perfect, then I would have all of it done no matter what it was you were trying to do to isolate me. If I was perfect, then that would mean that it doesn't matter what you're doing, what you're saying, or everybody, what everybody else is doing outside of me. Because that's the fact of the matter is. The fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter if the whole world against you. As long as God is for you, you can do it. So if I were perfect, no matter what, I would still be able to make it. You're not going to stop that. There's not no way you can stop that if I were perfect. So I'm not saying I'm perfect. I still make mistakes. I'm still, I still fall short of being able to do everything that it is God wants me to do as well. Even though I know that I'm still willing to do a lot more than others, that doesn't matter. Because it's, it's if I'm not willing to do everything that's required, then I, I, if I was willing to do everything that was required, then I wouldn't even care about what you were doing. Nothing that you were be, that you are doing would affect me at all. But that being said, that doesn't mean that people can use that as an excuse. That doesn't mean no, that people can use that as an excuse why they're not contributing. Because when it comes down to it, if we want to use that logic, then we can also use the logic that me not doing it, even though I'm choosing God no matter what, is a reflection of him also keeping me in this season for a reason. He's keeping me in this season for I don't want to I don't want to put it off on anybody else, but probably because he wants to get wants you to see what you're doing to not help how you're not helping. Like you have to understand that God is perfect in all that he does. So even though I could just go and do what I'm supposed to do right now and maybe get get all get it all the way done, he still chose me. And when he chose me, that means he saw all of this happening. Does that mean that I'm right and not doing everything I'm supposed to do? Absolutely not. But that also does mean that everything happens for a reason. He does everything for a reason. So maybe I'm not con- completing everything right now and these things are being dragged out. For you to get to look in the mirror and see yourself, what are you doing? How are you contributing? How are you helping? Were you, would you even help? If I couldn't do it all on my, on my own, if I was falling down, if I was sinking, if I was drowning, would you even reach out a hand and save me? 
knowing that ultimately it will help you. But your excuse is, well, if it wasn't, you shouldn't be worried about what we're doing to stop you. We're going to keep stopping you, but you should be strong enough to get through it no matter who's trying to stop you. But the logic is that God still allowed this to happen like this. So maybe it's something he wants you to see in that. Why are you still trying to stop her? Why are you contributing? Why can't, if you can contribute so much to that, why can't you contribute so much to help? But hey, that's too much to ask for, right? Because this ain't our walk, this yours. Even though when it comes down to it, if there's ever any benefits from me accomplishing anything that God sent me to do, you're going to want to have parts of that. But you don't want to contribute to help. You actually want to contribute the opposite. You want to make sure I don't win. So that being said, that's me being optimistic about people actually having a conscience and actually being normal, actually being human. I'm going to tell you about what's really going on. What's really going on is people are choosing the devil consciously. They're consciously choosing him because they want to keep sinning. I want to be able to sin. Matter of fact, I hate God or not. I hate saying it, but even though it's not my words, this is somebody else's words. I hate God and um, I hate myself too, so I don't even want to win. So, yeah, I'm contributing on this side. What do you mean? Like, I don't want to win and I don't want you to win. I don't want nobody to win. I want us all to be drugged down. I want us all to die and go to hell. I don't want nobody to win. We all need to be drugged down. You like the devil. You just like him. You admire him. You want to be like him. And that's really what it is right now. It's not even about the fact that... I mean, I will say it is about the fact that they don't want certain people to do it. They don't want certain people to win. They just want to keep certain people from winning. But it's really more than that. It's about you knowing full well. This person could win anyways. And it wasn't. it was never about that. It's about you choosing that side. You want to be over there. You think it's better. And you don't think it's better because it is. You think it's better because you just rotten. You just rotten and you wicked. And that's the fact. You want everybody to be rotten and wicked too. Some people in this world, they so rotten and so wicked. It's not just enough for them to be rotten and wicked. They want everybody else to be rotten and wicked too. They don't want not one good person on this planet. Some people really just like that. And they'll do whatever it takes to make sure that ain't no good people out here. Not creating more good people. They'll do whatever it takes to eliminate that one good person that will eliminate rottenness and wickedness. Because they fighting for rottenness. They fighting for wickedness. That's their side. It's people out here like that. And I, I was too optimistic and too, you know... I want to say naive to believe that that was true. I thought to myself, everybody just go through things. But everybody want to ultimately be good and win on the, on the right side. They just got, you know, they just misled, misunderstood, went through some things and hurt. No, some people, it's not even that. They just really want to be like that. They genuinely just choose that. They're headed for destruction at all costs, no matter what. Jesus said, I'm willing to save everybody i can save everybody and nobody can snatch anybody out of my hand besides the ones who are who are headed for destruction unless you are headed for destruction no matter what and you proud of it well you won't be proud for long that being said i didn't say any of this to empower you make you feel like you're gonna win just because oh you you do that or 
if you keep doing that, you're actually going to accomplish something. No, you're never going to accomplish anything. God's going to get his way regardless. He always wins. And devil ain't the devil ain't never won. He even know he's going to the lake of brimstone and fire. He even know that's where he ends up. So I don't know where you think you're doing. Where do you think you're going? And if you're just okay with getting out of it, whatever you can get out of it right now, or just delaying it for as long as possible, what you need to understand is that God's timing is perfect. It doesn't matter what you think you're doing. You're not really doing anything. You're only contributing to his plan. Out of all the things that you are th that you think you are doing, ultimately what you need to understand is that nobody could ever mess up God's plan. So anything that it is that you're doing is just a part of it. Just like when the devil thought that him making everybody hate jesus make those scribes and those pharisees lie on him in order to get him crucified by caesar making judas judas going to betray him over to the scribes and the pharisees all of this that they did all of this that the devil did he thought that he was actually keeping jesus from his destiny he thought that he was actually keeping jesus from saving the people he thought that he was actually keeping jesus from winning and crushing his head and he, he did nothing but lead him right up to it put him in the seat here, sit down. Are you comfortable? That's what he did. He put Jesus' foot on his neck. That's what Satan did. And the whole time, he thought that he was winning. That's what I'm telling you that you're doing when you're on the opposite side. The whole time you think you're winning, you're actually doing something or accomplishing something. You're not doing nothing but putting yourself exactly where you need to be. You're actually putting yourself in the lake of brimstone and fire. You're just walking more towards it. Every single time you think that you actually keeping somebody from their destiny, you ain't doing nothing but pushing yourself further into your own. Which is the lake of brimstone and fire. You're going there. You're headed for destruction. Unless you change your mind and turn, and turn around. And that's just the way. That's just what it is. That's just how it is. But if you decide that, oh, whatever, I don't need that. I'm not going to turn around. This is not going to happen, etc. Okay, well... I believe it is and God told me it is and he don't he don't break promises and since everything that's happened in the Bible that was said to happen in the Bible has come true up until this point then you have to know that revelations is coming true that being said Satan is going to be defeated in anybody on his side anybody who's not all for righteousness who's not all for holiness now let's say you're not perfect you make mistakes but you do want what's right then I'm not talking to you I'm talking to the people who want what's wrong who think that they're going to be able to win doing that. So if you're just somebody who makes mistakes, I understand. The only thing I can say is have faith, have hope. And if you have faith and have hope and genuinely want to be better, you're going to be. Period. Can't nobody stop that. That's just period. But if you're the type of person who you feel like you want to keep somebody else from winning, you're going to keep somebody else from being righteous and holy, and you also don't want to be righteous and holy yourself, you need to understand that you're not going to keep them from anything. And ultimately, the only thing you're doing is leading yourself right into the lake of brimstone and fire. You're falling right, right into the traps you're setting. But, you know, obviously that goes without saying. And people who do that, they never care until it's too late, until they're in the lake. That's the only time they care. By the time they get in the lake, they talk about something. I was wrong. I'm sorry. Actually, I changed my mind. Too late. You in the fire now. But I guess it's going to take all the way up until that day for you to get it. By then, I guess, you know, you landed where you were supposed to be, right?
I feel like this that, that would never be though. Anybody who's really going into Lake of Brimstone and Fire, they would never be in a fire talking about some up oh, actually I'm sorry I changed my mind. Cause anybody who's in a fire, they would be like, I still don't I still curse God. I still don't like him. That's the only people not the only people that's going, but that's mainly the people that's going. For real, for real. Because I feel like the person who is who would change their mind by then, God is gonna show mercy on. Because, you know, you didn't know what you was doing. What did Jesus say on the cross? Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So he knows that you didn't know what you were doing. So most likely he probably will save you too. But that's maybe because he don't like disingenuous people. If he were to pull you out the fire, you would go right back to doing what it was to get yourself in. He might just leave you. So that's the reality of it. Um, that being said, you know, I feel like a lot of it, a lot of this stuff is watered down, diluted, and lied. Like, a lot of people are just delusional. They don't know what they're doing, but a lot of people do. And for me to say that everybody is, everybody don't know what they're doing, for me to actually believe it, believe that everybody don't know what they're doing, um... That would make me naive. That would mean I believe anything. I believe that people know what they're doing. They're contributing to what they're doing. And they're wrong. They're so wrong. But that being said, um, I, I would just let them. I'm going to just let them keep doing what they're doing. Because, you know, honestly, they've been doing this the whole time. And, and God has done nothing but show up time at the time at the time at the time. Last year, they had a whole bunch of different reasons for why they're doing it. But now they know that they can't use those reasons. They're making them new ones. So I can just imagine the reason that they'll have after it's all said and done why they did it. They just make up a new reason by the end, too. Because whenever they can't lie, they're just going to be able... They, all they're going to do is, you know, when they can't use that lie, they're going to use another lie that's able, that they can't use. And that's just how that go. So, um, ultimately... I guess I just, you know, be patient and wait and see, you know, what happens. But I genuinely just feel like, you know, regardless, you know, I'm going to be okay. I'm definitely going to be okay. Because even though I make mistakes and even though I'm not perfect and even though, you know, all this stuff looks bleak right now. It looked bleak before and God brought me out. It looked bleak a lot of times and God made sure it happened. A lot of times it looked bleak and I'm still, I still make it. God still makes sure I'm okay. And I know he's still right here making sure I'm okay now. Even though I know he can probably get a lot frustrated with me a lot of times for not doing what it is. He's telling me the way and I, sometimes I don't go that way. Or sometimes I just feel tired or weak or, or like it's no point. Because no matter what I do, people try and stop me. Like, But also I still keep going though. I still choose him. Regardless of any of that, he always still got my back. He always still makes sure it happened for me. He said to me, it's happening no matter what. No matter what. It's nothing nobody can do to stop it. It's nothing nobody can do to come in between it. And they will try everything. And the only reason he's allowing them to try everything is so that when it's all said and done, what excuse will they use? Well, I didn't try this. No, you tried that too. I didn't get a chance to try this. And if I did, and it, I'm sure it wouldn't have happened. Nope, you tried that one. So go ahead and, and get all the options. Go ahead and 
try everything you could ever try you know start brainstorming some some new ideas that might make it work you know what get creative get crafty and um use everything that you can use everything that you can try as hard as you can and you know fight your hardest give it your all because by the time when it's all said and done you won't be able to say that you ain't try that that you thought of a new idea and you ain't try that one yet because he let you try everything you could he gave you all the power you not even gave you power he let you use all the power you felt like you had he let you feel like you was winning he let you do everything you felt like you would have needed to done to win so you can never say if you would have done this then maybe you would have beat him you was never going to beat him so that's why he's letting you do everything if he was wondering why you're getting away with it because you ain't you ain't getting away with it but he's letting you do whatever it is you feel like you can, everything you feel like you can, so that he can bring me out with such power where it's like nobody's going to be able to deny it. By the time he bring me out, you're going to be just like uh, King Nebuchadnezzar when he couldn't deny God's power after that. Before that, he was so prideful. I don't need a God. I'm a king. Who needs God? I'm a king. I don't need him. I could do this and I can do that and I never need him. Matter of fact, he'll need me before I need him. Then, by the, by the time God was finished with him, he was like, um, I'm very humble. I would not be here if it, was out, if it was without God. And I'm so glad that God came and humbled me because if it wasn't for him, I don't know where I would be. I've always needed him. So, you know, maybe that's what's, you know, what we're going through right now. Not to mention, what about um, the king who threw... Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in a fire when he said, you're going to acknowledge me as your only, as the only authority in your life, period. You will not put God over me. Otherwise, I'm going to throw you in this fire. He threw them in a fire after they did not show no fear. He expected them to show fear. We're going to acknowledge you. Nope. Throw us in a fire. He threw them in a fire. When they pulled out, when they got pulled out the fire, he said, you know what? Actually, I think I'm going to go ahead and believe in God too. So, this has happened time and time and time again. What makes you think you're so new and fresh and exempt? That you're doing something that ain't been done before. That you're just so revolutionary. History only repeats itself. So that just means that God's showing his power again. Like he's going to have to do to people like you. He's going to have to keep doing that. Until he eliminates all to, all to be, all period. Until revelations. So... I've already known, but, like, I know that if this is happening, if it's under this, you know, if it's under this type of, if it's in this situation or this is happening in any kind of way, I understand that, obviously, that's because, excuse me, sorry, God has a greater plan. God knows what he's doing. God is right in everything. Now, obviously, I may not agree with it, but that doesn't mean that it's, it's not a, you know, it's not a, a good reason why he's doing it. And even though I don't agree with it, also I understand that I may not understand fully. How can I not agree with something? I just probably can't see the full, I can't see the full picture. I can't see the bigger picture. So I can't say that I don't agree with it. I could just say that maybe right now I don't understand. And that's the point. If I was meant to understand, then I would. But I do understand. I understand it no matter if I do or don't agree with it. No matter if I do or don't see the bigger picture. No matter do if I do or don't know or, or see what he's doing, I know that he's doing the right thing. Because it's God. And he's never wrong. And that's the right logic to have. That being said, how can you lose with that logic? 
So, um, I hope that this can encourage somebody. If somebody is coming and bringing you all different type of reasons why you should question um, your faith in God or question if you're on the right path or question if God is doing what he said he was going to do in your life, what you need to understand is that who do you think will be more right, them or God? And if it's God, regardless if you're getting an answer back or not, if it sounds like he's not responding or it sounds like you just he's not listening or he's just not around, you need to understand that if you just know, if you know for a fact what he said, if you know what he said to you to be true, because if you question his logic or if you question if he's really going to do it, then you have to question whether you believed him ever at all to begin with. Whether you even believe that it even happened to you. So that means that, you know, I made that up. I didn't even actually get that answer from God. I wasn't even actually talking to him. And you know what? I've done that before. I've said to myself, you know what? Maybe that was me tricking myself into believing stuff. And you know what God did? He confirmed that. Because he'll confirm that. But he won't confirm if you're doubting him as a whole. Now, if you're doubting yourself, if you're doubting whether you even felt like that was a real encounter with God, then he'll make sure you know that it was. But if you're doubting him and his logic, like, oh, it's not about you doubting that that was an encounter with him. You know that that was an encounter with God. But you're just doubting whether he'll actually pull through on what he said he was going to do you're doubting whether he's really the god he is that's something he's like that's 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 a that's the problem the problem is not if you're doubting whether that was an encounter that's human and it's probably the devil is lying to you like you wasn't really talking to god usually he'll have to attack that because if god tells you something you know it's true but that being said um yes i've questioned whether it was god or not and God is like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You were ignorant. You didn't know what was going on. That's okay. I'm cool with that. But it's a problem when you question if I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. And you know it was me who said it. If you know it was me who said it and you think that I'm I'm just lying or something, now that's the problem. And I can't say that I haven't done that before. But I can say that if when I've done that, it wasn't me. It definitely wasn't me. Because one thing I'll never do is question if God says something is true about me, that is true. Even if I know that you'll question it so I won't speak on it. Even if I know that you won't necessarily go along with it or believe it, believe it, so I won't even mention it, that doesn't mean I'm questioning it. In my heart, I know it's true. So I just wait and be patient until you know it too. But that being said, that's all I have to say. Um, I feel like somebody, somebody recently said something to me about gods. They said gods with an S. Like they don't believe in monotheism. Like they're polytheism. Like they're they are polytheistic. They said they're polytheistic. They believe in multiple gods, and I know there's only one God, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And any any other god or or entity or deity or whatever you call it that calls himself a god and it's a it's not like it's plural. I would say that um, that's the devil. I know that, and I oftentimes I feel offend. I don't want to offend people when they say that. They say to them like you're worshiping the devil, and you you might think that it's God's, but that's the devil. I'm telling you, that's the devil. He's so crafty. He finds ways to make people believe this stuff. But at the same time, that's not for me to do. That's not for me to judge you and your religion. Now, God, I feel like God was telling me, tell him. Tell him there's only one God. 
Because if you don't, then his blood is on your hands. If you tell him and he rejects it, then that is that. I just didn't want to... I guess I didn't want to lead with that. But I am going to tell him. I know that for a fact now. I'm going to tell him. Because whether that person decide to not be my friend or not after that. Or that person feel like I'm judging them or not. Like, I know that I did what was right. I know that I did what was right. And I feel like it would cost me a friend. It really would cost me a friend. But I feel like I don't need a friend. I don't need a friend like that. I really don't. And that's not to judge him. I don't need a friend that, you know, it would cost me you know a friendship with you if i tell you the truth that ain't that what friends supposed to do and, and i care about everybody so if i care about you wouldn't i tell you that wouldn't i pray for you that you know that wouldn't i pray that god reveal himself to you like he revealed himself to me so that you can be saved too I want to see everybody in heaven. I don't feel like, oh, I only want to see certain people there. You, only you can sit with us. You can't sit with us. I'm not that person. I'm not the person that's about to judge you. I'm not the person that's about to say, oh, I only want you. I don't, I don't feel like, you know, this person is worthy to go. Who am I to say that? Because if that were the case, I probably wouldn't be worthy to go. And that's I think that's why I'm worthy to go. Because it could be anybody. It could be everybody. I want it to be everybody. I don't care what you did in your life. I want you to make it too. You only human. You couldn't be perfect. I don't want you to go doing the stuff you're still doing. No. But at the same time, I do want you to go. And uh, that's that's the logic to have. But um, I pray for everybody. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray over this. And I hope that anybody listening to this pray for me too. Please pray for me and thank you for listening.